Well, hello everybody. It's your Ticket to Rider podcast, your weekly look into the world of uh, international golf from, what do we call ourselves, Stacy? I mean, we're brothers. No, we're not really brothers, but we're, we're, we're brothers. You're brothers uh, from a different mother. That's right. And we're just kind of, we're just kind of golf nerds. We're golf nerds. We really are. We're everything golf. Everything golf. Uh, yeah. And this was a good weekend for me to watch the tournament because because my Washington football team wasn't playing this week. Oh, I watched well, I watched the Chargers. That's my second yeah. team now, thanks to you and Justin yeah. Herbert. Yeah, you know the Chargers. I, man, I, I thought they were going to play better. I mean, their run defense is terrible, and the Eagles' run defense is not that good. So I thought maybe the Chargers were going to run the ball all down their throat, but it was a close game. It's well, a really close game. Well, the Chargers got our our uh, the field goal kicker we cut, Dustin Hopkins. And uh, he missed another extra point, but then he he hit the game-winning field goal. He hit the game-winning uh, field goal. What a good win! They had. I mean, they they did not look good the last couple losses, so they needed that win. That's for sure. They they sure did, and I I actually was pretty impressed by the Eagles. I, I people thought the Eagles were going to be terrible this year, but Jalen Hurst is not bad. He's not bad, right? Yeah, he he may not be. You know. He may not be a great. He may not be Deshaun Watson or 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 Justin Herbert, but he's not bad. He might be better than Carson Wentz at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, he's better than anything that the Washington football team has. He's better than 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 our, you know, three broken down, broken down, never never was. I'm surprised you guys didn't go out and sign the uh, what's the kid Cam Newton. I'm surprised. Uh, I think Cam Newton's shoulders had it. Oh, it's had it. Okay. Yeah. Well. We'll do a podcast on medical aspects of me- medical injuries in the world of sports. I think Cam Newton's shoulder is is done, huh? is a creaky wheel. Well, at least Arizona won this week with Colt McCoy, right? Another like, former Washington, Washington. Washington. Yeah, he played. He was our backup quarterback for years and years. Jay Gruden loved him some Colt McCoy. Well, I tell you that Raiders team. That that, that uh, uh, what do they call Las Vegas Raiders? That team's a mess. Well, I mean, they they lost their coach, they lost their star wide receiver, both in in kind of. And then they lost the other first rounder today. I saw did. that. I saw that oh he had God. social media postings where he was threatening people and. Did he put a gun up to his head or something? What was he doing? It it was not not good. Wow, how do these guys do it? I mean, you think about this guy, the kid from Alabama. He's driving a car. He's drunk. I mean, I think he can do a ride share. I mean, you know, he can get a, a, a big Uber. He doesn't have to go to normal Uber like we might take. He could get a nice little Uber or some private car to drive him around, you know? What the heck? You'd think so. I mean, you know, killed a, a 23, 23-year-old girl and her dog. I mean, that's a shame. He's gonna, I mean, this guy's, his career is probably over in the NFL, I would assume, right? Well, you have to assume he's going to jail. You know, it's yeah. funny. Dante, what was thing it, is he might get away with? Dante Stallworth <laughs> killed somebody... And, and, and was able to come back and play. And I think Leonard Little killed somebody with a car and was able to come back and play. But, I, you know, something about 150 miles an hour drunk in the middle of the night, I, it's just... I mean, it's not a good look for that team. And maybe moving to... Uh, maybe uh, Los Angeles was a lot... Or uh, Oakland was a lot better, or Los Angeles was a lot better than... Uh, than uh, let Las Vegas. There's a lot of things going on in Las Vegas, you know, to keep people from uh, really focusing on their jobs. So I don't know. People worried for years. The two things about about coming to Vegas were number one, you know, the gambling, you know, the gambling issues, and number two, was there just going to be too much to do there? And and yeah, drunk people getting into trouble in all hours of the night. And, 
So so far, so far, we're drunk people. I mean, why don't they have three teams in Los Angeles, you know? I they go back to Oakland. The Raiders, the Raiders are 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 from Oakland. They are the yeah, Oakland Raiders. Well, they got a nice stadium now. They should just uh, you know move back to LA. It's nice, nicer than that stadium in Oakland. That's for sure. The football field. That was a terrible place. Yeah, that was play. that was a bad place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, because because of that, I watched I I watched I watched a lot on Saturday, and then I also watched a lot on Sunday. This was a good tournament, Stacy. I you know the course is beautiful. I I don't think. It's a little bit too easy, but it's not yeah. a lot too easy. Yeah, this wraparound season, I think some of the courses haven't been as tough as we'd like them to be, right? Next week, they're going to Houston. Hopefully, they're going to stay away from the Travis Scott concert. Oh, whatever, my God. But, you know, yeah, it's terrible as well. That's awful. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we've ever had a trampling at a, at a <laughs> golf tournament. I don't think so either. It makes you think about these concerts and how they manage them now. I mean, people were, I mean, people rushed through the VIP section. Just rushed through the VIP section. The girls, like, I knew when they rushed through the VIP section, there was going to be a lot of trouble. And then, you know, and this Travis Scott guy, I feel bad for him. He's had this happen at his concerts, but does he really control it? It's the venue's fault, right? I mean, he stopped the concert. He said, what's going on here? What's going on here? But then he went back to doing his thing. But I don't think you can blame the artist for what happens at a concert, right? Well, you have better security. Ironically, ironically, Stacy, uh, you know this. So, so uh, for, for for our audience out there, I I've written a bunch of novels, none of which are published because I don't have time to do it. But my last novel is about a grunge band who sings a song, and every time they sing this song in concert, somebody dies at the concert. And Did so, get trampled, or you just no, no, nobody gets trampled. It's always a random death. It's it's a cardiac death. It's it's during a portion of the song, uh, somebody just dies, and it's just a it's medical cardiac death. It's not it's not a trampling. Okay. Although although in the, uh, I, I heard speculation again. I don't know, but I heard speculation that one of the reasons this happened is that some guy had a, like a syringe and was trying to inject people. I, and it's not amazing. He injected one of the officers, right? And that's yeah, and I I don't know what they were injecting them with, but in the novel, of course, that's one of the you know things that people speculate is there's somebody going through the crowds. That's not the reason, but but uh, um, that is so yeah. sick. I mean, it's, it. it came out of my sick mind, but it's really sick. I mean, how do you do? Uh, yeah, I mean, how would some? Why would someone tackle this person who's? I mean, he didn't inject the doctor. Didn't have to get the doctor Narcan or whatever it is. Or, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, it was terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Well, well, next week we're in Houston, right? This was the upcoming week we're in Houston, so hopefully everything will be quiet by then. Next week, the Shell Houston Open, which used to be as a part of the Texas swing, but they moved it to this wraparound. And there's just there's just two more tournaments on the on the schedule. I don't count the the Hero. Uh, only two more uh, PGA tournaments on the schedule before they have their their uh, their Thanksgiving to Christmas uh, to, to New Year's break. I wrap around season. We gotta talk about that one of our podcasts. I don't know how. I mean, I like it. You just don't get a lot of stars out playing. You know, you know, you get guys who are just ready to do warm ups, right? A lot of guys getting ready for the season and trying to get a win. If they can get a win, maybe make a little some FedEx points. That's what's going on this, this silly season. I, th- I think it used to be a lot sillier. You know, I think they really ought to have. You know, these like this. I like the tournament in Mexico. It's like Justin Thomas said. Justin Thomas wasn't there. Necessarily, I mean, he wanted to play the tournament, but he's there for a vacation. Yeah. And having more of these in places where it's a vacation, especially once COVID is over, makes more sense. Um, sense. Having them in destinations, having a tournament in, 
I, I, I hate to say it, in Jackson, Mississippi, makes no sense. It makes no sense. Having a, tournament, having a tournament in Houston makes no sense. You want to go to Hilton Head, bring the family to Hilton Head for the McGladry? Great. You want to go to the Bahamas? Great. You want to go to Mexico, Vegas, you know, Japan? Great. No Jackson, Mississippi? Yeah. Uh, uh, who's going on vacation to Jackson, Mississippi? Johnny Cash? Johnny Cash. I know, right? Yeah, maybe, yeah, it's an interesting spot. And I don't know how they get that spot, you know. I mean, I guess they just want to have a tournament down there. And I guess probably turnout's probably great in non-COVID. Well, their turnout's probably good in the COVID years. So yeah, I don't think they matter, could. Right? I don't. I don't think they. I mean, they need warm weather spots. Uh, you know, you yeah. can't. You can't. You can't be playing in in Boston right now. No, that's true. Well, I tell you, it was a great tournament. I just, I tell you what, Rich. This name of this tournament, they need to cut it down a little. Just call it uh, the Technology Championship at Mayakoba. I don't know about this Worldwide Technology Championship. It's such a long, long name for this tournament. I tell you. Doesn't that sound like something that that's like a company that that like existed in nineteen ninety eight? At the yeah. beginning of the internet, and then went out of business in like two thousand and four. Yeah, like how do they get sponsorship of this tournament? I mean, it's not like now they should have one called a like Amazon uh, or Tesla tournament or something like that, right? I mean, yeah. James, it's like the the MySpace Open. The MySpace Open. You <laughs> the, got mail. Yeah, the AOL, the AOL dot com Open. AOL dot com. I love it. I love it. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a scene. In you know the, the movie, the classic movie Happy Gilmore. Yeah. So they're at the tour championship, uh, and and uh, of course Happy's you know playing off against Shooter McGavin, and it's kind of early on in the tournament, and Happy remember how Happy learns to putt and he putts with a hockey stick. Yeah. <laughs> and he puts he puts like a like a ten foot putt in, and he turns to Shooter and he goes, Happy learned how to putt. Well. <laughs> I'm watching this tournament, and I'm and I'm thinking that like Victor Hovland's going to turn to Justin Thomas and go, "Victor learned how to chip." Uh, I love it. Oh my God, this guy's going to be a star of the European Tour. I mean, he really is, right? Uh, I, I think Victor Hovland. He broke the top ten with this win, and I think Victor Hovland's going to be in the top ten for a long, long time. I think so. I think he's going to compete with John Rahm and those guys. He and John Rahm are probably going to be the two top players on the European team coming up, you know, probably the next time the Ryder Cup comes around, one would assume, right? I think for the next for the next five years, John Rahm, Victor Hovland, Colin Morikawa, and, you know, Justin Thomas are going to be the top four players in the world, just kind of shift, so. shifting around. You know, maybe you'll get I a Bryson so. in there every once in a while or... Yeah, or a, or a, I mean, you might get some of these young guys coming up. You know, Sam Burns. You may get a Scheffler. Those guys all play well. Matthew Wolf, if he plays a lot better. Uh, Max Holm. I think those guys are going to come up. To, they're going to start playing a bunch. Finau maybe make break in the top ten or whatever. So we'll see. But I think I think those guys are are you know Hovland and Rom are the are the class of the new year. Uh, you know, kind of European slash world. Uh, 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 players and then and then Colin Morikawa I think is going to be very good for a long time and and you know Justin Thomas is still young so I, I tell you though I mean just looking at some of these kids I think you're right this Lucas Beargard and this uh, Nikolai Hogard those kids are going to be real, those going to be some good players you know in the Euro, in Europe coming up soon I think those players are just they're top they're rising to the top over there right I mean absolutely is, so. Yeah. so so Victor Hovland I mean really one going away he would. 
he was never really challenged on Sunday. Scotty Scheffler had it within three shots, I think. Carlos Ortiz got onto a birdie run late. Yeah, but but yeah. Hovland was never really threatened on Sunday. He carried a two-shot lead into Sunday and never really threatened. Yeah, he's a repeat champion as well, huh? Repeat champion. Yep. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. I mean, it's a good win for him. And, and of course, I mean, he's a great, he's a good player, but he's the top ten. And then Carlos Ortiz, like you said, great playing for him. And coming in second and third, Justin Thomas, Scheffler tied, Scheffler came, tied for fifth, came in fourth. Yep. Matthew Wolf, good showing for Matthew Wolf. He, he played well. He played three good rounds, three good rounds and an unexplicable terrible round. It was terrible on the Saturday, right? Saturday. He started off really bad on Saturday. But good, I'm glad he's playing better because I think he's going to be on new, there's newer breed. He's going to be, he, he'll stick around. He'll be a top 15 player, maybe a top 10, you know, if he can get his head on. I think, you know, it's great. And then uh, Joaquin Neiman ties fifth with Matthew Wolf. Uh, yes, two President's Cup guys, Carlos Ortiz and Matthew Wilkins, in the top yep. ten, and uh, Rocky Newman in the top ten, huh? And, and tied seventh, Danny Lee. I think Danny Lee's been on the President's Cup team before. And I, he's not, uh, you know, he tied for seventh. I was going to ask you about him. I, I wrote right next to their President's Cup. I mean, he's almost like a forgotten guy these days, Danny Lee. He just didn't – I mean, he plays well. He was playing well for a number of years, and last year he just didn't have a good year, right? Did not have a good year. Danny Lee and, and Benny Ahn – are you know to me they're like the they're like the the Thursday and Friday champions and then they always fade away on the weekend. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, yeah, so some good good playing. Like, who tied for seventh? Landry tied with Danny, Sergio tied for seventh, and then you know eight, eight answer. That's, that's a good run for him. I tell you really? what, the, the, has has the Presidents Cup team ever had two Mexicans before? Because they're, they're, I think they're going to have two Mexicans. I think they are right. I think so. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Um, yeah. I mean, the state of Mexican golf right now, I mean, I don't know that it's ever been better. I, it's never been better. And then that Seamus Powers, that kid, he's the Irish kid. He tied, tied for 11. And those are guys maybe we missed out on the um, Ryder Cup, Rich. We didn't, we didn't even have him as one of, those, one of our top guys, up-and-comers. Uh, Seamus Powers played well. Didn't he? He, he won the... Uh, he won the Stableford tournament, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he's one of those up and coming young players that's gonna make a move over on, uh, you know, over on the uh, in Europe on the Ryder Cup team. We talked about we talked about Taylor Gooch as one of the highest ranked kind of yeah. thirty under thirty. Uh, he's in the he's around number fifty in the world. He was tied eleventh with Brendan Todd, Seamus Power, and uh, and uh, Maverick McNeely Kang. Maverick Manila, he's, he's an interesting guy. He plays well. I mean, he hasn't won, but he just he plays well, and he might be one of those young guys up and coming. I might see him being consistent on the PGA Tour for a long time. I really can. Well, he certainly looks the part, doesn't he? Yeah, he really looks the part. Yeah, he really does. And Aaron Rye, Aaron Rye, another European that's uh, you know Englishman that's playing great, right? I well, mean, you know, it seems like uh, a bunch of the Europeans came over to play. Bermuda, and then play Mexico before they go back for Dubai. Aaron Ray uh, played well. Uh, Christian Bazudenhoit, who was on the European tour, and I think he's going to play on the PGA tour next year. Uh, Thomas Dietrich, the fine young Belgian player, uh, was over here. That's for amazing, this Thomas Dietrich. He's a good player, actually. He's a good player. Uh, so a couple of those guys, uh, 
came I over here Pete for a couple weeks. Did an He's not on the PGA tour. Was it just a? Uh, did you get an invite? Must must have had an invitation to play a couple okay. weeks in a row. Uh, other notables: Matt Kuchar tied twenty second. Aaron Wise tied fifteenth. Uh, Danny Willett, another good finish, tied twenty seventh. Uh, uh, let's see, Billy Horschel. Uh, we have to assume, hopefully, he'll be over in the desert next week. He's tied 33rd. Ricky Fowler tied 40th. Justin Rose tied 40th. Terrell Hatton tied 40th. Uh, Tony Finau, 8-under, tied 45th. Alex Noren, also in that group at 8-under. Um, I mean, Tony Finau, he is so... I, I saw a picture on Instagram. I follow him, and I love this guy. This guy has more kids than... I, I, I don't understand it. He has more kids than the, than there are days in the week. He doesn't have more kids than uh, than Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers that's has true. Yeah. Okay, we'll give him a break for that. Yeah, Philip Rivers true. has like a kid for every year he was in San Diego. I mean, you, you got, Tony Fino hasn't tied played every tournament. He's got a whole army to feed, and then he's got to pay most of the money to the church. So he better win. He better win and play every week out there. Yeah. Do you have to? Is your tithe dependent on how many kids you have? <laughs> I know. I mean, you would stop at one point at some point, right? Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then kind of at the bottom of the guys who made the cut, Patrick Reed tied 56th. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick uh, tied 64th with Garrett Higo. And Keegan Bradley last uh, tied 70th. Uh, they, don't, they don't let you use the, the funny putter in Mexico. You don't have special Mexican rules. There's no special rules, honestly, except for Vic Cajal, he figured it out. The, uh, the guys who missed the cut of... of uh, Interest for the Ryder Cup for the President's Cup this week included Ian Poulter, missed the cut. Uh, let's see. Johnny Vegas missed the cut. Will Zalatoris, Gary Woodland, Shane Lowry, Emiliano Grio, Luke Donald, all uh, Graham McDowell, Henrik Stenson, uh, all missed the cut. Brooks Kepka, bad with 71-71, didn't even come close. He missed the cut, huh? He said he's been practicing. He's the range rat, he said. Uh-huh. From a guy who never likes to practice, the guy being a range rat, I don't get it. Mito, Mito Pereira missed the cut. All right. What a good tournament. Some really good up-and-coming players. We think that, I mean, there's a lot of players in the European Tour that are playing well, that that may have a chance to make this. A lot of young guys, Thomas Dietrich, Aaron Rye, you know, James Powers. These guys are all, I mean, those are the players that have to become very good for the European team to have a chance against you know, outside of Victor Hovland and, you know, you, you, like you said, uh, John Rahm and maybe Rory coming back to form and Sergio, those are the guys, right? I mean, these guys are the ones they're going to have to really depend on. Well, a couple more of those guys were playing in Portugal at the Portuguese Masters this week. What a great tournament. I and, watched uh, a great tournament. And one of the forgotten guys who was a Ryder Cup star in his only appearance had yeah. a great tournament, had his first win in a long time. Yeah, it was amazing. He hasn't won in how many years, Rich? I, I, a long time. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing. So uh, the Belgian, Thomas Peters. Uh, Thomas Peters the, is only 29 years old. Isn't that amazing? Star, star at Hazeltine. I think he went like, you know, 3-1 and or 4-1 and one at Hazeltine, including winning his single. He beat Jimmy Walker in singles uh, and was solid in doubles all week in spite of the losing effort for the European team. And he just, you know... Everybody thought he was going to be a superstar. He's he's tall. He hits the ball a long way. He had a good short game. Played at University of Illinois and just, you know, has, has not materialized until now. He played really well in the Open Championship one year, a couple years ago, kind of out of nowhere. Uh, 
but he wins the Portuguese uh, Portugal Masters, so uh, maybe maybe he'll be in that discussion for one yeah. of the uh, young spots on the European Ryder Cup team. Yeah, because you and I did not say Thomas Peters last time. I think we said Dietrich, but we didn't have Thomas Peters in there, right? I mean, nope. Now who we I did mean, have? Guy, I mean, that's a good age to make start making Ryder Cups at twenty nine. I mean, he'll be what? He'll probably be thirty by the time the next one happens, right? So. Yep. Now, now we did mention uh, the two Danes. Uh, well, the Danes, and yes. in this tournament, the the the, the, the other twin, Nikolai uh, Hogard and Lucas Beregard, both finished tied second with uh, Frenchman Matthew Pavon. Do they know anything except for guard in uh, Denmark? Or no, <laughs> I, I guess not. What are they trying to guard? Actually, actually, when I when I when I when I uh, lived in Denmark on student exchange, we had a guard family. My family's name was Drengsgod. Oh, really? Good. Wow. Yeah. But uh, well, there's Bjorn Thomas Bjorn. That's right. Yeah. Sören Kelsen. Sören Kelsen. He's a good. He's a young player, right? He's a young up and coming player. Yeah. But a lot of the young guys uh, who we talked about were, you know, played Victor Perez, finished tied eighth. Yeah. Uh, Audrey Arnaus from Spain, a young guy who's played very well lately. He's tied uh, eighth. Uh, get Richard this. Pa- tied for eighth. Get this. Patrick, Patrick Harrington, who, like, was, like, 93rd in the seniors tour, uh, finishes tied 12th on the European tour. Amazing. I don't Amazing. get it. I don't get it either. I mean, we'll leave, the, you know, the, the kid that, uh, you know, the Australian kid, he tied eight. I mean, it's good playing. Yeah. I mean, not all the stars of the European tour were playing, but they should all be playing next week. But yeah, uh, this is the last tournament, right? This is it, right? This is it. Because Billy Horschel said he's going, he just sent a little tweet out. He's ready to play. He said he played well the first couple rounds, nothing special, but he said he's got a lot of things going the right direction, so he's looking, he wants to win this. Well, our guy, our guy Robert McIntyre did not have a good week. He was second to last in the field that made the cut at 12 over par. 12 over par? Yeah. Sounds like a tournament I would be playing in or something, 12 over. And uh, Matthew Wallace missed the cut. So did Eddie Pepperell, uh, Callum Hill. Withdrew, and our old friend Victor Dubuisson withdrew as well. <laughs> must be a bad back, huh? He must. He must have hit a ball into a cup again. Yeah, he hit a ball. <laughs> Amazing. But what's some good players? I mean, I, I'm excited, Rich. I really am excited. You know, of course, the Presidents Cup. We're excited about that. But you know, I'm excited about what what is going to happen with this with the European team. I think it's going to be a big change in the guard with the European team. I mean, if you can get these very guard guys to play Nikolai and Lucas and. You know, all these guys, Christoph is the brother, what's the brother's name? Nikolai. Nikolai and Rasmus. And Rasmus. Rasmus is a better player, supposedly, right? Rasmus he's seems, the yeah, he's the better of the two, but although Nikolai's won a tournament this year and now finishes second, so he's catching right. up. I mean, I mean, wouldn't it be great to see those two? I, mean, I wonder, are the they right, identical? Are they identical or fraternal? In other words, if Nikolai let's let's say let's say Nikolai's not going to make enough points to stay on tour, can Rasmus just sign the card and play as Nikolai and and and, and like get more road to Dubai points and 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 win? Or can they? I know. Or can they? Can they? Can they just play? They both play like together, and whoever has the better score, if they want to win, just have whoever's the better score one year be Rasmus. I love it. I mean, just think about this. If you're the writer club captain, there's no way you break the two up, though, right? Of course not. Yeah, you got to let them play. So and, unless, unless, unless you're Nick Faldo, then you break them up. Yeah, then you break them up, right? 
I'm okay. telling you, I mean, I'm excited about this, right? And if these two kids play well, I mean, they got to be moving up the rankings. We'll have to do that next time. They got to be moving up. I think this team's going to look a bit, a lot different than it did last time. All right. Well, what other tour? What other tours are we going to talk about? We have the uh, we have the, the Champions Tour won by Stephen Aker. Aker, Australian. Huh? Australian Stephen Aker uh, by two over Miguel Angel Jimenez and Jim Furyk. Furyk, yeah. And and the one thing I really enjoyed about this turn, I didn't watch very much of it, but there's a commercial that comes on about some ball or club, oh, a club, yeah. And and Bernard Langer, Bernard Langer is oh, in and he goes, and he goes, I win with it. I win with it. And there's a and goofy like, look. Oh boy, he plays this. <laughs> well, there's a, a great go- commercial, isn't it? Yeah, there's a goofy, <laughs> there's a goofy redheaded looking guy. I'm like, who the hell is that? That does not look like a senior tour golfer. But it turns out that it's Tim Petrovic. It's Tim Petrovic? Uh, it's Tim, <laughs> I was watching this. Tim Petrovic's tied for them. I'm like, oh, that's the goofy redhead who's in that that's commercial. That's the goofy redhead, Tim Petrovic. How was Tim Petrovic's career on the, uh, on the uh, tour, PGA Tour? Uh, journeyman. He won one tournament? He was journeyman. Never won, huh? I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know Tim Petrovic. I know he wasn't on the Ryder Cup. Yeah, yeah. But good showing by Miguel Angel Jimenez and Ernie Els and Tim Petrovic. Good showing. Bernard yeah. Longer finished at the tied for 11. And Brant Joe, what a good year for Brant Joe. He's playing well. His son was a, what, third overall pick, Rich? Yeah. Third overall pick. He's a pitcher, right? I think so. Yeah, third overall pick. So soon he'll be just following the kid around, probably. He'll be the end of his golfing years, days, probably. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping I'm hoping for John Daly's kid to be a good golfer. I'm a- yeah, he was terrible in one of the tournaments, one of the college tournaments. Like the first tournament he played in, I think he shot like 78 or 80 or something. But then the next thing he came back and shot like 65. So it'll be interesting what, how this kid turns out. And and the LPGA tournament was canceled. The LPGA was canceled. Toto Japan Classic. It says canceled. Oh no! But then, but then, you remember they played the Saudi Open. Oh, they played in Saudi. Yeah. They played the Saudi Open, and Lydia Ko won by you know she beat some uh, Thai rookie by five strokes. Yeah, so well, good I mean, for Lydia Coe. She hadn't won a long time either. I mean, she made a great, she started to make a good comeback again. You remember Lydia Coe, no one could beat her. But it's weird in women's golf, isn't it? Like, they'll go, they'll go through phases where just one one person just dominates it for years. Annika was that person. Then after Annika, who came? Uh, Sari Pock, maybe? Yeah. And then after uh, Sari Pock, Lydia Coe. And what, now, what, Lexi Thompson was good for a while. And then what, he had what's her name? There's, there, there's the, the Mexican woman was one. Was oh, the, Lorena Ochoa. Lorena Ochoa. Ochoa. Yeah, she was a star. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's good, good wins, right? I mean, good win for Lydia Cope. Been one in a while, so. Well, we're going to do today. We're going to do today. We've drafted in the last two weeks the next European Ryder Cup team. We drafted the President's Cup team. We're going to draft the President's Cup. I'm going to go over the President's Cup standings. Okay. And then what we're going to do is we're going to draft the U.S. team for the President's Cup, except except when we draft it, as it turns out, the week of the President's Cup at Quail Hollow, uh, Xander Schauffele decided to get married. And all of his groomsmen are the other American top 10 players in the world. So everybody is available for the American team except the top 10 players in the world. Everybody always says, oh, the Americans can win with their B team. Well, we're going to draft the B team and, and see what it looks like. I 
tell you what, that B team's looking pretty good on my end. I can tell you that much. So we'll do that. But first, the President's Cup rankings. You know, I looked, Stacy, to see if there's any Ryder Cup rankings out there, and there's not. There's nothing. Okay. There's nothing out there yet, so nothing to report on the Ryder Cup. The President's Cup for the U.S., Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Cantlay are, no, are one through four. Harris English breaks through at five. Sam Burns at six. Dustin Johnson, seven. Tony Finau, eight. Xander Schauffele, nine. Old buddies, Jordan Spieth and Patrick Reed, 10 and 11. And Daniel Berger, 12. Daniel Berger, 12. Okay. And then, well, and we, then can, we can't draft anyone in the top 10. No, no, we just can't, we just can't draft the top oh, 10 players draft, in the okay. world. So Colin Morikawa, okay. Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Cantlay, DJ, and Xander Schauffele yeah, are, are out. They're top okay, 10 players sure. in the world. And All then, right, I got my list. Well, and I'm then, sure we so, have some of the same dudes. Well, well, let's see. On the European, uh, excuse me, on the international side, it's weird because when you go to the official site, there's a ranking of the top like uh, 14 players. Then you go to the ESPN site, and it's a different list. And I think the ESPN site is actually the accurate one um, because, for instance, who's the number one player in the world without a, for the world team? Without a doubt, based on right? No, no, for the world team, not the European oh, team. Oh, the world team, uh, yeah. the number one player. I think Louis, Louis says enough. Well, it's going to be Louis or Hideki. I mean, Hideki Hideki, won the Masters. So they're number one and two on the ESPN site. On the, on the uh, quote unquote official site, it's Sunjay M and then Cameron Smith. It makes no sense. Uh, you know, it doesn't make, but you know, Cameron Smith kind of makes sense. He's consistent. He's been consistent the last couple of years, right? Well, I mean, he's, he's fifth on the, on the ESPN list. Okay. But their list goes I, – I, I'm going to use the ESPN list. It's Hideki, okay. Louis Oosthuizen, Joaquin Neiman, uh, Abraham Anser, Cameron Smith, Sunjay M, Garrett Higo, and, and Corey Connors round out 7 and 8. And then 9, 10, 11, and 12 would be Carlos Ortiz, Christian Bezadenhoit, Siwoo Kim, and Sebastian Munoz with Mark Leishman – uh, K.H. Lee, Cameron Davis, Brandon Grace, Matt Jones, Emiliano Grillo, Mackenzie Hughes, Lucas Herbert. I mean, that actually sounds right. Yeah, that does sound right, yeah. Whereas the official one has Adam Scott, who hasn't done anything in a year. It has him in seventh, and it just doesn't make any sense. Mackenzie okay. Hughes in eighth, Corey Connors down in 13th. It makes no sense. Joaquin, yeah, Neiman, sounds, Joaquin right. Neiman not even on the list. It, it doesn't yeah. make sense. That's a goofy list, huh? It's a goofy list. All right. So what we're going to do, and I'm going to let you go first, is we're going to draft for Davis Love. And again, the uh, situation is that uh, the situation is that Xander Shoffley is getting married the week of, of the President's Cup at Quail Hollow. And his best man is uh, his best his best man is Patrick Cantley. Yeah. And his groom. Yeah, DeChambeau's getting married because Xander's already married. Oh, he's already married. DeChambeau's getting married. Well, who's well, going mar- to marry? All these guys will be available. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's showing up. <laughs> How about Colin Morikawa is getting married? Uh, but but Justin Thomas, Bryson DeChambeau, Patrick Cantlay, DJ, and Xander Shoffley are all his groomsmen. So, yeah, I love so it. the top six Americans are out. All right, so. You're Davis Love. Who's your number one pick? I'm going to let you go first this week. My number one pick. You know, looking at this list, you know, I just, you have to go with Bruce, uh, Brooks Kepka. He'd have to be my number one guy. Brooksy. 
Brooks, he has to be the number one dude. Yeah, he'd be my number one guy. So you pick Brooks Kepka. So Brooks Kepka yeah. has won uh, four four majors now. Yeah. And I when, mean, he's an athlete. You can't let him go, right? Yeah. No. He's 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 actually you know again this screwed up Presidents Cup system. He's actually still only number eighteen in Presidents Cup points. Uh, but you know Brooks Kepka is a top you know ten player in the world if he's not injured. Yep. All right. So you're gonna pick Brooks Kepka number one. Mm-hmm. And I, I got gotcha. you. He, he, he. I don't. I think he would have been number two on my list. Um, I, I'm going to pick someone. You know, I'm a big fan, and okay. I think he's. I think he's going to have a big year, performance in Mexico notwithstanding, uh, and that's Tony Finau. Yeah, that's I, a great pick. He was my number two pick. You know, Tony Finau has played well now twice at the Ryder Cup. He played well, really well at the Presidents Cup last time, and yeah. just makes birdies, and I think that win he got in the playoffs is going to spur him on to a great year, and I, I like him for these, ter- for these you know, competitions because anybody can play with him. Yep, I agree. I agree. So that being said, my next pick, I had a hard time to uh, three players on my list. The, the player that I would take right now this pick would be Scotty Scheffler. Uh, That's the guy I'm gonna take that, that was my third. That would be my next one too. So yep. tell 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 people about Scotty Scheffler. I mean, impressive, right? He's he, he's great at the World Golf Championship last year. Played phenomenal. He was really good at the Ryder Cup. Played phenomenal. Playing with Bryson DeChambeau, held his own. He just plays. He scores. He's in top ten finishes all the time. Just a phenomenal player. Texas Longhorn. Texas Longhorn. You know, I think he was. I think he was the uh, world number one amateur. He won the U.S. Amateur one year, right? Uh, he's he's fantastic. Yep, fantastic player. Yep. So I am. I am. I agree with you. That's a great pick, and I said that would have been my next pick, but because you picked him, I'm going to go to the next state over, uh, next state to the east, to LSU, and I'm going to pick Sam Burns. Uh, Good pick. First, the first, the first of our picks who has never been on one of these teams before, but Sam Burns is only trending in the right direction. LSU, he really is. Uh, LSU Tiger, absolutely fantastic. Long game, short game, and he's learned how to win. He's in contention every week, uh, and he's one of those guys who you know I just kind of look at. And I trust him to make a you know a, an eight foot putt. When a match is on the line, yeah, I like that pick. Great pick, absolutely, really good pick. So the next person I'm picking, I still had another. That he's this guy. I had three people on my list before I took Scotty Scheffler. I took Scheffler, and I have two guys that I really like. The next person I'm going to pick is going to be a reach, but he's a good player and he's playing well and he's won a big tournament this year. I'm going to take Marshall uh, just yeah. because he's playing well. He's consistent. He's an Expedix Cup winner. He just plays good golf, and this course, and and you know, I think the course might be set up for him in Charlotte. I might might be a good spot for a guy like Billy Horschel. You know, you know, uh, we did not go over this. I would, Billy Horschel was it was second on my list. I definitely was. You know, Billy Horschel was not uh, was going to be on the team if you didn't pick him. I was going to pick him, and I think part of it is Billy Horschel. His career merits being on a team. You know, if, Kev, really if Kevin Chapel could be on a on a Presidents Cup team, 
then Billy Horschel should definitely make a President's yeah. Cup team. I agree. I mean, he's come back, man. He, I mean, he had, a, he had some down years after winning the uh, FedEx Cup, but he's really come back. His game's good. And every week, he's on. He's on, You see him on the leaderboard. He's on the leaderboard playing well. And the win, the win that his last win was amazing. So, I, I mean, it's great. So, I really like Lee Horschel. Okay. Well, uh, I'm going to go back to one of our, uh, a guy who's been in the last, uh, last President's Cup and last Ryder Cup. And I thought played very well uh, at Whistling Straits and was and was excellent in the last Presidents Cup, and that's Daniel Berger. Yeah, uh, fantastic. Another guy with nerves of steel. You know the the stories about what he was like as a junior, as the 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 confidence and cockiness in Daniel Berger. Uh, you know, I can I can see Daniel Berger a wanting to play with Brooks Kepka again, and and b saying you know he and Brooks Kepka saying hey. You know, give me, give me, you know, Louie and Brandon Grace. We want, yeah. we want Louie and Brandon Grace. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Florida State. So, so, so far we have Florida State Seminoles, two Florida State Seminoles. We have a, a University of a Texas Longhorn, LSU, and Florida. Yeah. All right. I love it. What okay. We, so, for, so now we've got half the team. So, so. It's up to me. Let me unbrite Tony for you. So my next pick. Oh, until yeah, Utah, is, Utah. Sorry. Yeah, Utah. Yeah. My next pick is a guy that it was on has had a phenomenal year. He won twice last year. He is. He played great in the Presidents Cup. Not great, but he played well, good enough in the Pres- in the Ryder Cup. And is Harris English. I just like his game. He's a straight driver of the ball. Good putter. Good chipper. He has all around good game. And he just he's been training so well. You, you English, so you, he would be the guy I would take next. You can't have a team competition without a Georgia Bulldog. You can't. It's yeah. not allowed. Yep. I think he's the only one on my list. Right? I mean, he's it. I, Bubba's nowhere to be found. Kevin Kisner's on my list, but Bubba's nowhere to be found. All right. Well, I, you know, Harris English had a great year. I don't know that he's going to have quite as good a year next year as he did this year, but but uh, I kind of hope he does. I hope uh, so as well. He's all around good guy, seems like. All around good guy. He's got a funny flat face. He's got a flounder face. Yeah. But uh, good player. Okay. Um, I am going to go out on a limb. The guy who I really like, who kind of has had a downtime, maybe maybe some depression issues, but is definitely trending in the right direction in the wraparound season, and that's Matthew Wolf. I yeah, love I like Matthew. It. I love Matthew Wolf's game, and I think he's got it back. And when, if he yeah. does have it back, he's going to be a a consistent Ryder Cup and Presidents Cup figure for many years. So I'm going to I'm going to go with Matthew Wolf, the uh, Oklahoma like State Cowboy, um, and uh, he's got a funny swing, but he hits the ball a mile, and he has he a really good, good enough short game. Really, when he's when he's focused, he really doesn't have a weakness. Yeah, I and, like I like it, and he makes you a know? lot of birdies. He makes a lot of – that's a good pick, you know. I, I mean, I've been thinking about my next pick. There are two guys that I really like at this – three guys I really like at this spot. But as you know, it can only take one for the, this time. But hopefully you won't pick either one of these guys, these three guys. But the next guy on my list, I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to go with Kevin Na. I just Ooh. think he's playing well. He's played – he always plays consistent. I think if he just gets a couple wins or if he gets one win this year and he gets a couple top – like, you know – Five, ten, whatever, top ten finishes. I think he's going to make the team. So I'm going with Kevin Na. 
and he's pretty high on the list, right? World Interesting. Ke- Kevin Na is and... Kevin Na is sixteenth uh, on the list right now. Sixteenth on the list. I mean, he's ahead. Of, is he ahead of Wolf? He's ahead of Zalatoris, Max Holman, all those guys, right? Yep. Yeah. So I, I'm going to go with Kevin Na. That's he's, my he's, guy. He's one behind Homa right now. Okay. All right. Well, I am going to go for the obvious. Although he would probably be hanging out at the wedding, uh, Jordan Jordan Spieth will make the team. So, yeah. So I'm gonna get, Jordan Spieth is the uh, is is probably the most obvious one on the list. Just he's played more of these events than anybody else. I don't know that Jordan is ever going to be what he was. Do you think he's ever going to come back and be what he was in 2015 so. or 2016? I don't think so. I, I you know there's just something that's not there. That used to be there. You know, I was listening to I was listening to Hank Haney podcast, and Hank wasn't on because he's been moving or whatever he's doing, setting up a new golf school in Arizona. I was listening to these two guys on this show talk, and they made this great comment. They're like, "The greatest coach around is Butch um, uh, Harmon," and the reason is because they're like, "Look, Ricky Fowler is having really planned, not planned well. He calls Butch Harmon." starts getting lessons from Butch and his game starts to play well. He starts to play well. His game becomes better. Then Jordan Speed goes to have Butch Harmon looks at Jordan Speed swing and Jordan Sweet Speed starts to play well. Right? So I'm like, why and the guys are like, well why does he why does he need Cameron McCormick if he goes to look at if he want Cameron wanted someone to look at somebody another coach to look at his swing. But Rich that's amazing. He's he's been helping both these guys and they're trending in the right direction. Isn't that amazing? I, I think it is. Yeah, simply amazing. Really is. All so, right. I have the next one. This is an easy pick for me. I mean, it's a not easy pick for the captain. If this guy plays well, he will make the team. But if he's a, and this is a caveat, if he doesn't play well, he's not going to be a captain's pick. So the next guy on my list is Patrick Reed, Captain America. Stacey, I, Stacey, Captain America has to make it, right? I had him right after Jordan Speed. If you hadn't picked him, he was my next pick. Yeah, I mean, but he's got, he's got to earn it. He's not going to get a captain's pick. I mean, I, I don't think he'll ever get a captain's pick again. That's what people always say. Because people really don't like him. The team, guys on the team, they're not going to say, we want Patrick Reed. And I, I think he deserves it. I mean, he played well. Didn't he finish second a couple weeks ago? Yeah. He, oh, he, he finished second in Bermuda. Um, so, you know, and Patrick he Lee, he plays big tournaments well. He does. He and, plays big tournaments, big events. He, he, yeah, he's, he deserves to be a, I mean, if he, I mean, I don't know. I think he's got to play. He's. I think he will not get the captain's pick, but I think he will have to play himself on the team. But I, he, he's fine. He's, gonna, he's healthy now. He's going to be trending in the right direction. I think he will be fine. All right, last pick. So, you know, with apologies to some guys with Carolina roots, like Webb okay. Simpson and yeah. Will Zalatoris, who played at Wake Forest, um, my last pick is Max Homa. Yeah, uh, I like that. Max Homa has played so well for the last couple of years. Yeah. He was, he's another guy who was, you know, destined for stardom as a junior, kind of took a little time, but... Like Sam Burns, uh, just all, he he Max Homa to me is uh, kind of like our a- Abraham answer. You know, yep. he's always on the leaderboard. I like. It. I think it's a great. I think that's a great pick. 
I mean, you had some really good picks. And Max Homo was the guy on my list. I mean, you're right. I had the next guys I had on my list. I had uh, Zalatoris, I had Homa, and I had Kisner. And then I had Taylor Gooch and Maverick McNeely. Those are the last four guys that didn't make it. Who did you have that didn't? Uh... I had Zalatoris, okay. Kisner, and then Webb Simpson. Yeah, that's good, yeah. I have Maverick McNeely and Taylor Gooch. And I really, really, really hope Webb Simpson has a good year and gets to play in the President's Cup at home uh, in Charlotte. Um, but I'm not convinced that's going to happen. Yeah, what a good, what a good, uh, good, good tips there. It's not a bad B team, is it? No, it's not a bad B team, right? I mean, you had some good guys. I had some good guys. I, I, I kept note of all of our picks. So. I'm sure it'll change by the time the time comes, by the time it's here, but you, you, you don't know, right? I mean... A handful of these guys will make it compared to all the guys that are already on it. We have how many guys on it already? Probably one, two, three, four, five, six. So six of these out of the six guys that are going, other six guys that are going to make it, half the people are going to come from this list, right? It's, it's, it's really amazing how good American golf is that half of these guys won't make it. You know? Yeah, that's the thing, huh? Half won't make it. Half won't make it. Yeah, it's amazing. All right. Well, uh, thank everybody for joining us. So I'll just remind you that this comes to you on the Anchor platform and the easiest place to you know, make a podcast, uh, create content of your own. And uh, we appreciate everybody for, for listening. Uh, you can always contact us. I noticed you've been putting more stuff up on the Instagram site. Yeah, I've been uh, trying. I put stuff up on the Twitter site. So, uh, and uh, we really do, uh, we'd like to uh, get a YouTube channel and then we can live tweet uh, we can live tweet the uh, whatever events we want to. We want to live tweet the Masters next year, the final round of the Masters, or the President's yeah. Cup. That'll be fun. The first year we'll have a YouTube channel. We have to get a couple people. I might have one person to help me out, so we'll see. We'll get it rolling. All right. Well, we will be back with you next week to recap the first tournament of the road to Dubai, as yeah. well as the Shell Houston Open. Shell Houston Open. Did the owner who started the course? Did he just die? Who started the? They're playing at the same course where the Astros owner kind of helped. Fight, oh, I, didn't, right? I didn't know that. He, well, that's sad. I, he, he he passed away, I think, right? I, 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 no, I didn't know. Oh, I thought he did. I thought they show, or maybe I, I thought they showed it that he had passed away. But I'm not. I maybe I hope I'm not mistaken. But I thought he had passed away. Yeah. But we'll see. I might be wrong. I have to look it up. I have the right answer for you guys next time, next week. All right. Well, everybody have a wonderful week, and we'll talk to you next Monday. All right, everyone. She's got a ticket to ride. She's got a ticket to ride. She's got a ticket to ride. But she don't.